Hello friends, I am Anshman Tiwari and this is my podcast and YouTube channel Manage Better. I believe that irrespective of where we land in life, we can all get better by managing what we have. But we can certainly control where we can go. So we definitely control the journey. And in this series of podcasts, as many of you who are regular subscribers uh, would have understood that I am trying to bring to you speakers, consultants, you know, authors who connect with the concept of manage better, who are uh, living proof of the fact that we can all get better irrespective of where we are. And uh, of course, for past episodes, you can check my podcast on Apple, Google or Spotify. You will have to search for uh, manage better with Anshman Tiwari. And, um, you know, there is a YouTube channel as well. So, you know, depending on whether you are the video type or audio type, we have both versions for you. And, um, of course, all these episodes are also available on my website called managebetter.in. So with that, let's get into the quickly into the episode. Today's topic is more about networking. And I thought I should bring to you personality, a, a person who's, who really epitomizes networking uh, as such, right? And very soon uh, you will know the person that I'm talking about. But for most of you who believe that, uh, you know, networking is important. We also know that, you know, in our day-to-day global lives, you know, as, as professionals in working companies, we sometimes don't get time for networking, but then we want the networking to work for us. As we get into deeper into networking, you will realize that, you know, you can't really use the connections that you have. It is more about giving and more less about taking and more about that when we speak to our guests. So friends, we uh, bring to you Pankaj Rai. Hi, Pankaj. Hi. And so Pankaj, very quickly, Pankaj, for most people across, uh, you know, the kind of work that we do, he doesn't need any introduction, but I'll quickly introduce him. Pankaj is a senior vice president at Wells Fargo and head strategy, digital and innovation teams across India and uh, Philippine centers. Interestingly, he's also responsible for something called three E's, effectiveness, efficiency, and experience uh, across these operations. He's had earlier stints with Dell, Stanford, ICICIG, and started career feedback ventures. So quite a journey. And what is interesting is what is also common amongst us is that uh, he has had a background in Six Sigma, like me and program management. So that brings us a little bit closer the topic but he's way far ahead on most of the other things and if any of you have been to a nascom forum you know pankaj is a star there and most other industry forums as well and the reason i invited him for this topic which is networking for managing better is because i have not seen a better networker than him and this is while he has a regular job like you and me and that is extremely important so networking is not just about you know you are a service provider and or, or into selling and then you need a network it is also about people like pankaj and me and many of you who need this network on a day to day basis you know, and when we'll get into detail as to why he what motivates him so pankaj of course is a uh, electrical engineer graduate from iit delhi and uh, mba from indian institute of management ahmedabad uh, highly accomplished person he stays in Bangalore. His wife, Ritu, is an artist and daughters and Pradi also stay here uh, in Bangalore. You know, if you are in Bangalore, you might have seen Pankaj running most mornings on some road or the other. He's an avid and very accomplished marathon runner, cyclist, and also dabbles in other sports, including badminton. 
So Pankaj, over to you for some opening comments and then we get rolling into the questions. Thanks, Anshuman. And this networking tag, I'm trying to remember when it came to me, but yeah, <laughs> somehow it has uh, stuck with me for a while. And when people you know, like yourself just ask me, you know, are you a networker? What does networking mean to me? I think there are a few thoughts uh, that I would like to share is one is, you know, my dad had once said that, you know, if, you know, we have to all mimic nature to be successful because end of the day, we are all part of nature. And one of the characteristics of nature is that everything is interconnected. Uh, mm -hmm. There is no one who's in isolation. So, you know, from that perspective, it's important to be interconnected or networked with everything and everyone around us. So to me, okay. that is one sort of theme that has stayed with me. And very interestingly, last week, someone introduced me to a Netflix series, which is called Connected. And I started mm. watching a couple of episodes and fascinating how, you know, we are all so uh, across civilization, across uh, countries and, you know, across flora and fauna, how interconnected we are. So to me, I think networking should be and probably is a, is a essential and a mandatory part of our existence. Uh, some of us have probably not recognized it, but I would think it is natural that we should be that and it should not be something that we should put effort into creating, but I'll pause there and we'll talk more later. Sure, sure. I think that's a good segue, Pankaj, because, you know, like many people and, and you know, I'm also often accused of having a good network. So, you know, and I, I consider you far ahead in that this thing. But I think all of us know that, like I said, you know, networking is more about giving than taking and the connection stays as long as you are giving. And, you know, that balance is extremely important. But obviously, it doesn't come naturally and easily to everybody. And the, I'm doing this series more for, to help people get better at what are the essential skills of managing better, right? So manage better is my theme. And, and so my first question to you is, of course, you know, we, we are beyond that point that you are a master networker. You are very good at this. People appreciate your skills. But what is your motivation, apart from, of course, like in the opening comments, what you said, what is your motivation to connect and more importantly, to stay connected with so many people? Um, anything on yeah. that? I think, yeah, absolutely. And in fact, I have to tell you that I didn't set out to become a networker. And it's only much later that that tag sort of stuck to me because some other people felt that, you know, I am that. Now, the question that you rightly ask is, then why am I the way who I am? If I have to reflect on that, there are a few things uh, come to mind because sometimes it's very hard to answer that question. The very fundamental question that who am I and why am I the way I am? But yeah, one can. And sometimes, you know, other people are able to answer that question better than we are. But to the extent that I can share some thoughts that come to mind because I've thought about it uh, is that from an early age, I had no major goals and aspirations of a very specific nature. And the validation of that is even in our college and other time, people would say, what do you want to be? Or what do you, how do you see yourself five to 10 years from now? I didn't know the answer. I had no major aspiration. I just wanted to be good, do good, you know, be in the moment, all of those types of things. So I was very uh, worried about those questions and, and anyone asked me that question. So that is one sort of validation that somewhere I wasn't thinking too much about the future or having a very personal aspiration about uh, various things. Secondly, whenever I would meet someone, I was generally very curious. Oh, so where are you from? What did you do? And how did that work? And how is this and all of that? In fact, some of the you know friends of my school and college days would say, hey, why do you start interviewing people the moment you meet them? And I didn't realize I was interviewing people. I was just curious and trying to know from them what they knew. So I think some of those, when I reflect back, have been my you know original characteristics. And I have no idea why they came to me. I think all of us are born with some characteristics and we don't even realize why we are the way we are. So... Uh, even now, when, when you ask me, what is your aspiration? I don't have, uh, you know, a major goal uh, in future. 
and many a times i have actually forgotten what happened in the past so when people say so tell me your best memory of college and i am having a hard time so i think by default i think i have i have lived in the moment which is what they say is a good thing but i didn't know that so given that i am always in the moment and trying to make the most out of what is in front of me and trying to maybe even help people if i can and uh, there's nothing that i am seeking except knowledge i think that has made many other people also come closer to me because they would have felt that okay this is a guy who we yeah, are we can share something and in return we can only gain something he's not going to take my information and use it against me because what tends to sometimes happen is you're very worried about sharing your personal information or your about details or your aspiration because many a times uh, people have harmed you using that information yeah. but over time i mean if you have close friends or other people who you think will use your information for you you are happy to share with that so i would say that maybe because of this reason i have been able to develop good relations with a lot of people because my interest has always been to learn and to the extent contribute there was no personal motivation because there was no uh, personal aspiration so i'm just reflecting on the nature of person that i am and that has led to this uh, you know tag of networking so i i i won't say that i wanted to be a networker my character or my purpose on what i want to achieve has been good well served by what is now called networking fair enough i think the the best people who do at anything actually are those who are not thinking too much about that skill actually so across history even in sports and other things also and and you are a marathon runner uh, i've dabbled into that for some time taking a break now but you know this is called a running zone right when you are in the zone you don't remember when the five kilometers went by you know and then suddenly you are oh i am in the fourth lap right so you know it is almost like that when you are not thinking too much about building that skill it is probably the best time but of course not everybody is punkaj right so in the people would need some skill sets and not not everybody starts with the same effective style so now that you've kind of been at it for some years there would be some do's and don'ts or of some kind you know like very quickly if somebody would ask me i would know that you know a genuine desire to know something about the other person and an amazing memory are two important skills one you can develop the other might be god gifted right but there could be there could be definitely other do's and don'ts or skill sets uh, or what is the pankaj rai playbook for effective professional networking yeah no that's a very good point in fact uh, a lot of people uh, when i talk to them they don't know where to start hmm. and then the second is then okay even if i start by you know reaching someone how do i sustain so those are the common question that that have been asked and i have you know given some thought to some of those and i'll share with you you know at least as far as i am concerned what i have found which can be something that people can uh, think about now where to start a lot of people are either introverted or you know whatever it is are worried about reaching out to other people so the general hesitation that i have found among people is that if i am going to talk to someone looks like i am the lesser being and i am mm-hmm. seeking something from them and people are obviously you know a bit you know shy of seeking something and worried that oh am i infringing on someone's time and all of that so that is the general notion uh, which keeps people away from reaching out to other people i try to tell people that is there a way for you to do a thought experiment in your mind when you are looking at someone let's say you know i have to network with you can i look at you instead of thinking that i'll go to anshuman and ask his advice or ask for a job can i think that you know what i will actually look at anshuman i'll form a long term relationship with him and i'll also help him 
and i'm sure through that process i'll also get help so i am there to form a relationship and that relationship will have both sort of give and take and will be mutually rewarding hopefully and that can hopefully remove that stigma that i am there to seek i am there to also contribute and through that process seek and form a long term relationship so that is one what should i say branding that i say that you know don't look at networking as a seeking conversation if you are able to think of and even if it people say oh but if i am going to a senior person what can i ever give as you know what you can always give in any situation something because you know everyone is also seeking something and you might have so now the question is there are three things that you can keep in mind when doing a networking conversation and those three things were are not my own creation this was some i would say maybe 10 years ago i remember i used to work in dell and there was a senior leader i still remember his name manish mehta who gave a talk on networking he was an introverted guy and he said you know i have learned this art and my my good friend and colleague alok agarwal stood up and said manish this night but how do i do it tell me the and he said i have three tips so i'll just repeat manish mehta's three tips which i still vividly remember as an answer to alok's question to him he said number one when you go to someone share with them something that they would be interested in knowing and that you have it so even if they are a senior leader you might be in a process far below you may know something interesting about the process which they are over the, overall the head or whatever you know mm. it could be about cricket it could be about anything so do some research and share with them something of their interest which can add value to them so that's number one that you are giving something first second is the seeking part then you obviously know that what they are good at what they can teach you then ask a question seek some advice on something that they are good at so in the the first interaction itself you have shared and you have sought and the third part is in the end offer to help you said you know what great talking to you and at any point in time this is what i am good at please remember me if you have uh, any reason to you know seek any help and i am there to help you so what what manish basically said that if you have ended a first conversation with any inter- individual it could be senior junior parallel whatever this is a very good recipe in which they are actually happy to meet you again versus another conversation where you went sought some career advice asked some questions next time you went again did the same third time the person is thinking you know what, you know i am getting bored and this person comes all the time keeps asking for advice i have nothing more to give and then they say actually i am busy i can't meet you all that and many of us have seen and people have come to us and said oh yeah. these people are not ready for me they don't help and all of that and what you realize is that you went two or three times always asking for some advice or asking for some uh, you know help in a new role which they may or may not have anything more to tell you beyond that so i think the point is are you able to form a symbiotic long term relationship with an individual through the mechanism that i suggested and maybe if you did that you know hopefully those relationships can be far more lasting now there could be many individuals uh, who themselves are not interested in networking they don't have this idea and you may fail some people don't so that's fine so i always tell people try with 10 people maybe three or four of them will uh, turn out to be long term relationships in any case in your life how many relationships can you anyway have <laughs> so why are you worried that some people turned you down think of it as one of those you know startup experiments where you try a few ideas not every idea succeeds but there's no you know harm or there's no ignominy in some people refusing or whatever just take it in your stride and go ahead so that's been my you know learning anshuman which i have shared with people but the learning continues i have to say <laughs> oh absolutely i think we all of us learn and and i think very rightly put that like in all sport all in, in initiative all enterprise the first step is the most difficult step so once you decide and this is for all our listeners people you know somebody like pankaj rai who is extremely uh, good at this he is also saying that not every you know approach clicks 
and it doesn't have to click right so it is important for you to take the first step if you are interested in networking and something is stopping you then this conversation helps you if you're not interested in networking and you have other interests this conversation doesn't help you right so it is as simple as that uh, if you want to get onto the path take the first step you know you will learn like all other enterprise and skills you will learn this and pankaj himself is learning as he said even after being you know pretty much in this in this kind of a process for a while now so good moving on uh, yeah yeah sure add one more thing over there because many a times you know i am asked that how should i network and how mm-hmm. do i network in some senses you also raise the same question uh, my response to that question always is that networking is actually a, a means to an end so mm-hmm. i think you have to determine some kind of an end first what is your purpose because networking will have to serve some purpose so for mm-hmm. me and, and and i wasn't like i said becoming a networker but it was serving a purpose of me my curiosity was being satisfied i got to know, know new things about new people to my you know desire to also help people which was there was also getting satisfied so to me i was getting something out of all those interactions i would learn something or i will contribute something now different individuals might have a different need so i think it will be also good for people to think through what is it that excites you what is it that you really want and a lot of people are actually interested in networking just to you know improve their you know career and things of that nature and i don't think there's anything wrong in uh, that goal i think you just have to figure out that while it is your goal to enhance your career you have to also include the other individuals in that goal Good. because end of the day every interaction or anything has to be a win win you know otherwise it will be hard for you to just you know get something out of it and the other person don't get anything out of it so as you start to network even for your own career progression can you include something for the other individual to also get away from it otherwise you know those some of those relationship can be short lived you know you can network with someone maybe they'll help you with a job maybe with a thing but may not be long lived and there's nothing wrong you just need to realize that if it is a one way type of a relationship where only seeking some of them can serve the tact tac- you know task oriented tactical purpose but may not be long term and nothing wrong in it so i'm just laying out that there is no one way there can be multiple ways you should know what you are trying to get out of it and what to expect when you do follow a certain type of uh, approach yeah that's a good point because you know purpose you know quite a few people i know and i'm sure you have met many more who are generally in a shell thinking that if they are looking for a career related networking it's such a dirty thing to do that we should not try it now i don't see anything wrong with it like you said it's your career if you are not going to push for it nobody else is going to push for it right so the the difficulty is that when you make the move only with that and it is a very short term move when you approach somebody that usually does not work out and many people then take their steps back think oh i tried networking it didn't work for us like many people try six sigma it didn't work for us it didn't work because you tried it for 3 months and gave up right so this is also something like that and i think one thing very important you said and i'll summarize it in a phrase that be of service you know so if you are of service you know in every endeavor generally things work out and your real personality comes out and if you are of service and that is your primary goal like i said in the beginning that if you are more in it for giving less for taking uh, the relationship is stronger and it is true in every relationship actually whether professional or personal or you know any any at home so i think 
kind of summarizing this uh, you know pankaj for if you can bring in a flavor and i asked this question to many of my guests is that of course networking is a skill right which can be learned right some of it is gifted some of it is we are good at it but much of it can be learned and and i will expect my audience or listeners to pick up these tips from you but if we were to classify a career in early stage mid stage and senior stage right would there be any specific things that you would expect the freshers the mid rangers and the seniors to do then a general paint brush that okay these are this anything specific or or if you think that you know everything is the same that's also fine yeah no no absolutely i i do think that you know in the earlier stages of your career typically you know you are hired for the technical skills and you know the very functional business type of skill that you bring to the table but as you become more senior or have a larger responsibility a lot of things are related to what can be loosely termed also as your leadership in terms of how you bring people together how you create a vision for the team how you motivate them you know many of those other softer skills that you have to contribute because then you are responsible for the larger piece now when some of those start, things start to play around then the trust in the individual becomes a far bigger topic than you know just their technical skills so many of the senior opportunity therefore also go through i would say a bit of a network because let's say if i want to hire someone for a particular role and if there are you know five or six people who i know really well say that you know what anshuman is really good i worked with him i have interacted with him or he was a consultant i was this all of that and i really think what you are hiring for he'll be good versus xyz for whom that type of validation does not exist now it is quite possible that the other individual may actually have superior skills may actually come in and do better than an anshuman but you know the person who's taking a decision will definitely get biased by a lot of positive validation that has come from the network or the ecosystem that anshuman has created i'm just using this as yeah. an example to share that as you become more seasoned some of these things play a much bigger role these uh, you know softer thing that people say about you not to say that they are not important in a junior scale but you know there i think even you are an individual contributor some of you if you know your technical stuff very well people are not necessarily expecting all of these but the weightage goes up higher so i would say that the value of the network in terms of even future job opportunities shows up far more as you become senior because opportunities are far and few the 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 sort of the risk of failure is very high so individuals who are taking those decisions will rely a lot more on some of these softer aspects of network and will trust those things far more than let's say whatever is on paper is my sort of experience uh, these things keep changing over the years but so far this is what it appears to me no fair enough but i think that's what that's the reason i asked because you know many of my listeners and and, and you know are from the mid career right so their questions their challenges are usually different from people in senior roles or in very junior roles so i try and ask this question to most of my guests so that you know there can be a stratification of the tips that we can provide so thank thanks pankaj for that and uh, pretty much the last question pankaj um, is usually that i ask is that any one resource or you know it could be a book it could be a website would could be anything else any one resource that you would or one tip that you would would like to give to our listeners and viewers on how to get better at uh, networking i i would think that you know i i am not a big you know reader 
Panchaman, I'm more of a doer. You know, I like to do things and through my own experiences learn. So while there may be books, but I would be the last one to be able to recommend because I haven't uh, learned anything through books. But my way of doing it is through experimenting. That if you believe in a certain thing, try and experiment it with a few people. Reflect on what that has led you to. Use that to do more. So I'm almost in that fast experimentation, fast failure, learn from that, move on type of a mode. Because in today's day and age, there's a lot written in many books. Those are definitely good experiences that some people have shared. But to me, I think you, the 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 learning by doing. I'm a bit biased towards that. So I would encourage people to do something about it, and then maybe even have some mentors or some buddies or others to bounce off those ideas to say, "This is what I'm doing. This is my insight. Is there something more to it?" Because many times, through our own experiments, also we may not necessarily derive all the right insights. We might be very biased in the way we are thinking about it. So I do think that you know having some confidants by way of a buddy or a mentor is a good idea. To me, even buddies and mentors are networks that you have formed sometimes inadvertently, and so on and so forth. So I would think that have people that trust you and that you trust, and leverage them to guide you. Many a time we try to do it all alone. I think there is so much merit in seeking help from others. In fact, that is another thing that a lot of people worry that oh, how can I seek help? How you know? We are very worried about seeking help. I think the, the future world uh, will depend a lot on co-creation and you know ecosystem where we'll all have to work together. So I think we need to seek help, give help, do both of them you know in in large numbers versus just one. So I am not a, a big believer just in giving. At some level, also taking because in some senses you are also establishing trust that you know I can trust you to help me when I need help, and you can uh, you know trust me. So I think. it's both uh, you know given taken of course there be some relationship where you are just giving or some where you are just taking whatever but on balance i think your reputation should be of a uh, contributing member in the society and a contributing member is someone you know who takes and gives may not necessarily you know do with the same people because many a time people are very in that reciprocity mode that they want to even out the relationship with every individual to me that's not right you know you can you can never even out the relationship with let's you say with your parents or your children So, if you can't do it with your parents or your children, how can you do it with everyone else? So, to me, I think we will always have biased type of relationship. In some relationship, we are giving more, taking more. But on an average, if we are seen to be people who are conscientious, who are you know equally contributing where we can, and there could be some relation where you are just giving. I mean, as parents, <laughs> I would say mostly we are giving, <laughs> not necessarily expecting, and that's fine. And that can be the same. So, I think can you be a parent and a child in all your other relationships also? and not worry about it because people are either get into the child mode where they are just seeking or sometimes get into the parent mode where they just want to give my view is both you are both a parent and the child at the same time in your own household can't you be both outside to other people also and be equally happy with that so i never mm-hmm. uh, you know then that's for you i never refuse a gift someone comes to me and say hey, i have a gift for you yeah great he was so mm-hmm. someone is so happy giving me a gift was, no 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 why the kalluf kyon ki why are you giving it to me no no i think someone is very help happy they want to give me something i open it and i said lovely whatever many people may or may not do that so i'm just saying that you should live a full life trying to give and take as the need be and not try to even out every transaction or every individual every relationship look at a more holistic picture where you are contributing and how i at least think that uh, life needs to be lived so well, i think pankaj you know the last segment wasn't meant to be a life lesson but turned out to be so thank you very much for that i'm sure many younger listeners definitely would probably gain and i definitely gained um, the the part around this you know 
most of this is not a mathematical you know equation is extremely important for all of us and i i'm sure you have met i have met many people who hesitate to take any step to in in towards professional networking because they start doing calculations too early in the game right or oh, if i do this if i send him a linkedin request what if he doesn't accept you know what happens after that you know you, you do the crystal ball totally before even sending out or taking the first step and nobody even knows about it right so what are you losing out of so fair enough i think i'll wrap up this episode uh, thank you very much for fantastic lessons in networking wrapped as life lessons as well and many of these lessons as my listeners i am hoping that have understood or, or gather that these are no different from how you live you know better life right so if your if your interest is in if you are interested is in in networking then these are the tips that are useful coming from somebody who is really good at it so feel free to use them experiment like pankaj said that you know his tips my tips may not be the most useful to you you may develop your own tips as you go along but there is a starter kit that he is offered to you which is which was the intention for this conversation so thank you very much pankaj once again and to all my listeners like i said you know if you like this content if you like more of this happening keep motivating me encourage me by subscribing to the channel on youtube and other podcast players and Till the next time, manage better. Thank you. Thank you, Anshul.